Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host. Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, June 27th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Can America Survive as a Self-Governing People? A series of tests by the National Assessment of Education Progress, or NAEP, better known as the nation's report card, shows that 50 years of student academic progress have been wiped out. Unless this is reversed, America as a free nation faces a grim future. Test scores released this week for a sample of 8,713-year-olds showed that math scores had the largest drop ever since 1990, with reading scores about the same as those in the initial test in 1971. In a survey on the exam, fewer students said they read for pleasure, an activity that correlates with stronger academic performance. Absenteeism has doubled since 2020, and mental health issues were noted. NAEP test results in 2022 for nine-year-olds also showed steep declines with the first-time drop in math since the initial 1973 test and the lowest reading scores since 1990. NAEP results for eighth graders released in May reported that only 13% were proficient in U.S. history the fruit of a decline that began in 2014. Civic scores saw the first ever drop with a 22% of students proficient. The pandemic is blamed for these academic losses, but the elephant in the room is why schools were shut down in the first place, since student infection rates were not found to be a significant problem. Union members held sick-out strikes to prevent school reopenings in some cities, with Chicago Teachers Union claiming that the reopening of schools was rooted in sexism, racism, and misogyny. Union members worked with the CDC to keep schools closed. Key union officials backed Democrats in the 2020 elections. But the downward spiral of student achievement began well before school shutdowns. 
math and reading scores began declining in 2012 was the implementation of left-leaning Common Core curriculum standards. Traditional math has been replaced by Common Core math, which requires a series of mind-boggling processes to do even simple calculations. Memorizing basic, basic math facts is discouraged now. The impact of Common Core math was evident in the 2015 NAEP results. For the first time since the test was administered in the early 1990s, math scores of 4th and 8th graders dropped. It is not surprising that fewer students are reading for fun. Common Core threw out great classical books that teach children morals and patriotism. They were replaced with books such as The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, which depicts the oppression of women and the tyranny and violation brought upon them by the men in their lives. With Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, students read the text without any preliminary information about the purpose for the occasion. With this type of learning, students will have only a shallow knowledge of history that is limited intellectually. The effects of Common Core on reading were evidenced by the 2015 NAEP drop-in scores for 8th graders, while fourth grade performance was stagnant compared with 2013. Only 36% of grade four and 34% of grade eight were proficient in reading. Fewer students as compared with 2012 are taking algebra one and the course may even be delayed until the ninth grade. With math now deemed racist, and connected with white supremacy, what else can we expect? This delay runs counter to China, where students are required to study algebra and geometry in elementary school. Low math scores or even less math means students will be unprepared for high-paying computer and engineering jobs, which often go to foreign workers. Public schools are purposed no longer for an academic foundation, but as centers for Marxist indoctrination. Using the framework of culturally responsive teaching, political lessons are fused into core subjects. Social and emotional learning, disguised as support for mental health and codified in federal legislation, is widely used to embed critical race theory and radical sex in lessons throughout the school day. Opting out is impossible. In Buffalo, New York, teachers ask white students to atone for their white privilege and to use their voices for the cause of anti-racism. Kindergartners were told to watch a video that warned them about being killed by racist police and state-sanctioned violence. Students are taught that America has created a school-to-grave pipeline for black children and that as adults, one million black people are locked in cages.
students report that striving for perfection, a good work ethic, and meritocracy is deemed bad because these are white supremacy culture. Rigor has disappeared, with grades being inflated or eliminated altogether, acceptance of late assignments, and multiple retakes of exams allowed. Some schools are teaching action civics disguised as American civics that uses the public classroom for community organizing and recruiting a Marxist student army. Students learn little about our founding principles, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and how our government works. Many have no idea about the identity or party affiliation of the current president. Student mental health is a national emergency with youth suicides tied in with in-person school attendance. With billions of dollars wasted on government schools, we have severely dumbed down, mentally destabilized political activists who hate America and the Christian faith. Illiteracy brings a heavy price. It is devastating not only to personal lives, but to our society as a whole. The U.S. has gone from being the world's best educated workforce to the least well-educated in the industrial world. Illiteracy is costing our nation's economy $2.2 trillion each and every year. That's 10% of our gross domestic product. Our founding fathers understood that self-government can survive only with an educated and a moral people who understand the responsibilities and privileges of citizenship. The solution is to throw the bums out of government schools and return to ideology free classical education. Since that is decidedly unlikely to happen in the near future, or even ever, parents should remove their children from harm's way and opt for one or more of the free market education choices. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Enough of the mainstream media pushing whatever the government tells them to push. Enough being told as white people that we should be ashamed of our white skin. Enough of watching our white history being erased to appease non-white people and our white Christian nation. Listen to Behind the Hood every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exclusively here on AltRightTV.com. The Invisible Knight brings you one news article, gives you his opinion on it, all in 15 minutes. If you want the truth, that's what you'll get on Behind the Hood. Your daily dose of truth.
sit and watch our country crumble, you complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made-up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for sticking around for the second part of the Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, we're going to get into some news articles here, and along with the commentary, uh, this is just how bad it is getting in the school systems. Now, we know uh, uh, people like ourselves, uh, right wing, whatever you want to call it, um, white nationalists, uh, we are being silenced. And it's not just us. Uh, this is everywhere and in schools. This article comes from the news source, The Blaze, and the headline is, School Reported Mothers to FBI claiming they were dangerous after questioning leftist curriculum, lawsuit says. Could you imagine uh, that uh, go to a school board meeting, uh, these mothers, and you know, the father's got to get involved too. Uh, I'll see a few articles every now and then where it says the dad went to the school board meeting or the dad did this, but a, more, a majority of it is uh, the mothers. And also, uh, uh, like the uh, females trying to keep males out of their locker room, it's the kids. Now, you know, this is great. This is great that the kids are standing up and saying something, but it isn't the kids' job. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's good to see mothers doing something. But, you know, uh, when you think about it, we as men, you know, our children are our responsibility, too. And we should be worried about the things uh, that they are being, our children are being taught in school. So uh, what I'd like to see is uh, more fathers getting involved with these school board meetings and, and you know, uh, standing up for their children. Now here, uh, let's get into this because here's some mothers. The school, the, the school actually uh, reported these mothers 
to the FBI claiming they were dangerous. Let's get into this. Two mothers accused an Ohio private school of launching a retaliation campaign against them and their children after they questioned the school's leftist curriculum, the parents' lawsuit alleges. Amy Gonzalez and Andrea Gross told Fox News Digital that Columbus Academy reported them to the FBI as dangerous to the health and well-being of the entire academy community and attempted to destroy their reputation. The mother's complaint filed on June 12th alleged that the school's administration overreacted to their questions regarding critical race theory curriculum and other instruction and parents believed was indoctrination. You know, and we know it's indoctrination. Uh, look, look at the children today. Uh, and if you don't have children, think back to when you went to school. Now, sure, a lot of us, myself included, when uh, going to school, I hated it. I hated school, uh, and I couldn't wait to get out of school. Now, I did graduate, but uh, I couldn't wait for that day. Uh, then later on in life, you know, when you're slapped with reality and you start to grow a little older, you realize just how much fun you had in school. Uh, you know, that was your carefree, worry-free uh, time. Uh, was in school. And, you know, uh, we had fun in school. We had memories uh, in school. And look at the children today, uh, you know, uh, the suicides, the um, uh, uh, kids uh, uh, taking weapons into school, uh, mass shootings and stuff. Uh, where do you think this come from with these kids? You know, they're committing suicides. Uh, the uh, commentary said absenteeism is up. No kidding. You know, if, if I was a kid today, and listen, I'm not uh, uh, suggesting this because you need an education, plain and simple. But if I was a kid and, and going through this when I went to school, I'd have probably just quit. Uh, I'd have quit because, uh, you know, even children know what's right and what's wrong. They know what's moral and what isn't. Uh, they, they, they know what's godly and what isn't. So imagine how these kids feel uh, about this uh, indoctrination uh, in school. Uh, and it goes on here, she said, and so when I say an overreaction, I mean an overreaction of calling the police on us alerting almost 900 faculty members that they had alerted the FBI that we were dangerous. Just things that were so far beyond the pale that it would lead to one, one to ask, why is the reaction so extreme? Gross told Fox News Digital. And why is it so extreme? And what would make, think about this, what would make these uh, 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 school board members think that the FBI would give a rat's ass about these parents at the uh, school board meetings. You would think that the FBI would say, well, you know, uh, good for them. They have a right to say uh, what they want. And, you know, the indoctrination in schools is true. And uh, they don't like it. So, you know, they're allowed. So it kind of shows you who all 
uh, is in cahoots here. And it's not just the FBI, the schools, uh, our, our government uh, uh, are all pushing these uh, uh, Marxist ideas. Uh, politically charged issues were regularly taught and discussed in the classroom without opposing viewpoints presented, the lawsuit read. The mothers claimed that one of the teachers even said would not communicate with any student who supported President Trump. A teacher that wouldn't even communicate with a student who supported President Trump. You know, the teachers aren't there for uh, political reasons in school. You know, um, a child's uh, affiliation with any party it shouldn't even be brought up in school uh, at all. Uh, you know, it shouldn't matter to the teachers. Uh, the retaliation from the school forced Gross's daughter to attend another school out of state and caused significant tension within the community. Gross stated, but here's how you can fix that. Now, if you have the money to send your child to a, a, another school in another state, you can homeschool. You can homeschool. And, you know, uh, that was the silver lining of the Chinese flu. Uh, because before that hit, uh, and, you know, I would mention to somebody about uh, homeschooling, oh, I don't have time. Uh, I can't do that. Uh, I work. Uh, you know, I don't have time to teach my children things. And when uh, uh, they closed the schools over the Chinese flu, showed you, you, you can homeschool. Um, so, you know, don't worry about sending to another school. Homeschool your children. And here's a, uh, uh, a website where you can go to to find out how to go about homeschooling. Go to www.whitepridehomeschool.com. There's your start. You know, enough of the excuses of not having time. You know, if you don't have time for your children... Maybe you shouldn't have children. Uh, you know, when you have them, they're going to be a responsibility, at least until 18. So uh, let's start being responsible. Look at the time wasted even going to uh, these school board meetings and ended up, uh, you know, being reported to the FBI. Uh, homeschool. If, uh, if enough parents would homeschool, uh, you know, you could drive these public schools, the public school system in America, you could drive that into the ground because they wouldn't have any children to indoctrinate. Now, you, there would still be uh, some kids, uh, you know, that have fools for parents, but, uh, you know, probably wouldn't be enough for the uh, public schools to operate. You know, uh, due, due to the schools, what uh, uh, people are standing up and doing to uh, Bud Light, uh, to target, boycott, boycott your school, homeschool your children. Uh, in a public letter to the school, the mothers claimed that students were subjected to intimidation and bullying based on their political beliefs. Shortly after drafting the letter, the academy's head of security filed a false police report against the parents, against the parent plaintiffs, with the Ghana Police Department, 
according to the complaint. It also claimed that the school officials notified teachers during a meeting that they had reported the mothers to the FBI. Uh, during the meeting, when faculty was told the FBI had been alerted, the environment was such that the academy's faculty members raised his or her hand and asked if the child plaintiffs should be treated differently. Another member of faculty stated, it sounds like we have a mole, the lawsuit added. The mother's complaint accused the school of vicious treatment. Couldn't get much more vi uh, vicious than, you know, uh, telling your school you don't want your kids taught critical race uh, theory. You don't want uh, your children being taught and told that they can change sexes. You know, this kind of stuff don't even belong in the schools. You know, teachers have become the enemy of parents. Uh, where did I leave off here? Okay. Uh, upon information and belief, the Academy's vicious treatment of the parent plaintiffs and, by retaliation, their children, including improperly invoking governmental investigative agencies, disseminating false information, and engaging in a coordinated effort to destroy their reputations in the community. Uh, with retaliation to prevent any further inquiry, financial wrongdoing of the academy, the parents all uh, stated. Um, you know, and this is, a, um, and it, there's a lot of this going on in America. Uh, you know, uh, here the school board thought that they could uh, throw the fear of God into these uh, mothers by calling the FBI on them. Uh, you know, that right there would have probably been enough for some weak-minded parents to say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this and uh, I'm not going to bring this up. You know, if they want to treat them critical race theory or, you know, uh, treat your, uh, uh, teach your kids to be a homo, and, uh, boy, if, if I don't agree with that, they're going to call the FBI. Uh, you know, there, uh, unfortunately, there are weak people that, you know, would just roll over. Roll over and, uh, you know, let their school systems do to whatever they want to uh, to their kids. This is what the school board wanted. This is why they called the FBI a scare tactic. And the first thing you do when you, if you want to control someone or a group of people is instill fear in them. Hence, our government. Hence, mainstream media news. Uh, all, uh, you know, this uh, uh, fear. I mean, you get up and look at a newspaper today or you turn on your morning news before you go to work and you, you, they make it seem like, wow, you know, it might be the end of the world before your shift's over. This is a tactic. Um... Uh, Columbus Academy denied the mother's accusations, telling Fox News Digital these allegations are entirely without any legal merit or factual basis whatsoever. The school also referred the outlet to a precious previous statement. Any parents who waged a public campaign of false and misleading statements and inflammatory attacks harmful to the employees, the reputation, or the financial stability of Columbus Academy 
would be in clear violation of the enrollment agreement and would be denied re-enrollment for the following school year. Uh, what are you people signing, parents out there? What are you, what are you, what are you signing this uh, uh, enrollment agreement? You know, it sounds more to me like you, uh, you know, you were signing your parental rights away. Uh, you're going to let a school tell you what your child's going to be taught. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it's so it's such an easy fix. And I see so many of these articles, you know, about the indoctrination of children in school, these uh, pornographic books that they're given. Uh, uh, the females have to worry about males being able to go into their locker room just because they say uh, they are a female. And, you know, you could forget about all of that by homeschooling. Simple. Very simple. Oh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, this here is crazy, too. Uh, you want to think that you're not being censored. Or you think, you know, uh, on uh, uh, the social media. We'll take the Jewish-run uh, Facebook, for example. Uh, you can't even, and I know this for a fact because I've done it, you can't even post something religious. I could not post a sermon, no, not a sermon from me, uh, a sermon from Pastor Thomas Robb at the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. I posted that, and every time I would post it, uh, it would be Facebook jail. And then finally, they just uh, uh, booted me. Uh, anybody that's on VK uh, uh, that listens to the show uh, and we're friends on VK. Look at the ads that I put up, the promotions for nice uh, party-related things, uh, Thomas Robb's books, the sermons, uh, press releases. That's the same things that I put up on uh, Facebook. And I got three three different times I got lifetime bans uh, from Facebook. So, you know, you think you're not being censored, or you think being censored uh, uh, by a Jewish-run social media platform uh, like Facebook. Get this one. Um, this comes from the Washington Examiner. The headline is, Michigan can now censor you if you hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I know probably uh, so many times you've heard me start out or give a uh, headline to a show and you thought uh, some, somewhere in here we're going to you know, get a punchline uh, that this isn't uh, true. This is true. Michigan's uh, Democratic House passed legislation on Tuesday that enables attorneys to shut down hate speech. The new House Bill 4474 is a vague and unconstitutional censorship law that determines feeling threatened as reasonable grounds to prosecute offenders. Wow. You know, it, 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 feeling threatened. You know, you could actually say something to a Jew. Suppose uh, you, uh, a Jew asks you something or uh, somehow you end up in a conversation with one of them, and you start, uh, you know, explaining the Bible and who the Israelites are 
And well, they already know, but you know, they twisted the Bible to make it seem and look like they were the uh, uh, God's chosen people, the Israelites, which they were not. Uh, Jewish people aren't white. Um, it was Jewish people that uh, murdered Jesus Christ. So do you think God would have uh, the murderers of his son as his chosen people? You know, that's pretty basic uh, uh, thinking right there. You don't have to really know uh, the ins and outs. Uh, uh, you don't have to know the Bible uh, like the back of your hand to figure that one out. Uh, but, okay, uh, by you saying something like that to a Jew on the streets about true Christianity, uh, about uh, um, uh, Christian identity, because you hurt their feelings or they feel threatened by you, they could prosecute you. Unbelievable. Uh, the punishment for making someone feel threatened in Michigan is five years in jail and a $10,000 fine. Imagine that. Boy, uh, you know, uh, people in Michigan, they're really trying to shut you up. You, know, you don't want have to be afraid to go out in public. You wouldn't be able to talk to anyone. Uh, an alternate sentence proposes community service in order to enhance the offender's understanding of the impact of the offense upon the victim and wider community. Listen. America is a white Christian country. So anybody that isn't a white Christian, in my opinion, you're here, but I wouldn't call you a citizen. Because America is a white Christian country. So anything that would offend somebody that a white Christian says, you're in the wrong country if you're offended. Uh, go to one with your beliefs. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just like the blacks complaining about uh, uh, excessive uh, uh, law enforcement. 13% of the population is committing over 56% of our crimes. You know, it's, it's basic math. If you don't like it here, uh, if you think uh, white people are racist and everything geared, uh, you know, in this country is uh, racist, then get the hell out. Uh, go to Africa. You know, that would be like uh, white people going to Africa and living in the jungles among uh, uh, the, the African tribes there and complaining that it's racist because we have to take a spear and go out and get our dinner. Or, you know, tell the black people it's racist because we have to drink out of a mud puddle. That's our water. And live in mud huts. You know, primitive living. You know, to them, that's their life. Do you think that they would actually change to suit you? Of course not. Here in America, though, we're expected to change. You know, we're expected to be a chameleon. I remember a couple of chameleons uh, when I was a child. I don't know if pet stores still had them or not, but they could change from brown to green to uh, blend in with their uh, environment. 
like you could uh, reach in the cage and put the chameleon on a green leaf. And it would sit there while you was watching it and turn green. Now you could put it on something brown within that cage and it would turn brown. This is how we're expected to live. Uh, white Christian Americans are expected to live. We have to be a chameleon. And uh, America is a cesspool full of uh, degenerate third world country people. Uh, people that aren't Christians, like totally opposite. And we have to now be chameleons as to who we see. Now, uh, just for instance, suppose you're going down the street and there's a black person. Uh, are you supposed to, uh, uh, if you're around that black person, okay, suppose you're in a restaurant. Now, you don't want to offend the black person, so what do you, what, what are we expected to do? Order a slice of watermelon with a bucket of chicken and a grape drink? Because there, that's making them feel good. Oh, looky, uh, uh, Whitey's eating what we eat. That's great. And then suppose we leave and we're going down the street and, and, and uh, go into an Asian restaurant. Are we supposed to go in there and order, uh, you know, all Asian food? It, it, it's ridiculous. And then, uh, God forbid... We, we don't want to get into the Indian food. Now, I don't mean powwow Indians. Uh, I mean desert Indians. Uh, anyone that has smelt their cooking. I don't know. Uh, it's a cross between burnt hair and perfume. Burning perfume. Are we supposed to start eating that if we're around somewhere where there's Indians just to make them feel good? You know, our own native people in our country, our white Christian country, uh, the native people here are expected to uh, uh, bend backwards to appease everybody else. It's almost like this big uh, monster game of Twister. Uh, anybody remember playing Twister as a child? You know, you had the color-coded dots and you spun a thing and you would have to uh, put a hand or a foot on... Uh, uh, the color that come up, that's what it is in America for us as whites. It, it, it's like a big twister game. And, uh, you know, we're all twisted uh, about as far as we can twist. Uh, and, you know, we shouldn't have to do anything to appease anybody. Uh, you know, if, if people want to think we're racist, fine. If people want to think we're white supremacists, fine. If people want to think or different races want to think that we don't like them, fine. So be it. But don't expect us to change. Don't cry when we don't change. And uh, don't get all pissy when you're told about yourself. You know, uh, we shouldn't allow certain races to commit crimes in America because they're offended that by their own low IQ actions that sometimes uh, law enforcement has to put them down. You know, it's the only choice. And they're offended by that. They think that's wrong. Well, you don't belong in our society. We, we, we live in a civil society. We're losing that civil society 
uh, but that's what we live in. That isn't wrong to expect people uh, of other races in this country uh, to, to follow our guidelines. And first one is being civil. If you can't be civil, you know you don't belong here. I'll go one step further. If you can't be civil, you don't belong here. And as if you cry about it, that you think a wrong is being done to you, first-class airfare to any country you want to go to, one way. You're gone. You know, uh, let some of these uh, non-whites that cry about uh, how they're treated in America... Let them go to another country and see what they have. And they know it. You know, they wouldn't want to go to another country. They know they have it made. Well, I kind of got off the uh, subject of this uh, article. Uh, but back to the article here. Uh, the problematic language about feelings can be found in the bill's definition of intimidation as willful course of conduct involving repeated or continuing harassment of another individual that would cause a reasonable in individual to feel terrorized, frightened, intimidated, threatened, harassed, or molested, and that actually causes the victim to feel terrorized, frightened, or threatened. So, I guess in Michigan, if you see some... Uh, 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 flaming uh, homosexual, uh, you know, a man dressed as a woman, and he wants you to believe that uh, he's a woman. I guess if you stand there and, and you know, uh, uh, try to snap him back into reality, like, dude, you're not a woman. Uh, you're a man. You're dressed there as a woman. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have your tally whacker cut off. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have breast implants. You're still a dude. You're still a dude. You have the DNA of a dude. Uh, when you die, uh, a couple of hundred years from now, and your bones are found, your skeleton's found, you're going to be called a dude, because that's what you are. Uh, th so that would be cause for a uh, $10,000 fine and possibly five years in uh, prison for telling someone the truth. Uh, any kind of discrimination against a minority or a particular group of people is unacceptable and should be taken seriously. Michigan's new bill, which uh, prosecutes based on feelings, does not take it seriously. Someone's subjective, uh, subjective feelings, or even a lie about his or her subjective feelings, could land somebody jail time and ruin a life. Hate speech accusations are designed with the outcome in mind, censorship. Hate speech is usually not hateful speech. What often constitutes hate speech is any language that opposes popular narrative. This label is causing damage to our nation. We find frequent examples of its effects and how it muffles free speech on college campuses. And, you know, it's not hate speech if you're telling someone the truth. You know, if you tell a homosexual that, you know, uh, that is a sin, God's going to destroy you, and they get offended, that, that isn't hate speech. That isn't hate speech. Are you calling God uh, white supremacist, or uh, you calling God a bigot? 
you know, it, I'm at a loss for words, really. I cannot believe that within just a few years, a few short years, of how things are turning uh, in America. What was once wrong is now right. What was right is now wrong. Uh, and you can't even argue truth. You're not allowed to try, you're not allowed to tell somebody the truth to try to get them to see, uh, you know, their stupidity. <clears throat> and let's see here. Let's move on to something else here. Uh, this comes from the Washington Examiner. The headline to this is, Transgender activists now running summer indoctrination camps for children. I guess now if you were a parent and this would be taking place in Michigan, I'm not sure where it's at, but we'll find out here. But suppose this was in Michigan and uh, you as a parent said you are not letting your child go to this camp for children because homosexuality is wrong in Michigan and this would hurt the uh, homosexual feelings and you could be arrested, jailed, and fined for it. Uh, this is no joke. The hot new source of summer fun for kids is transgender summer camps. The long list of camps on a website called Gender Sexuality Info takes indoctrination camp to a whole new level. Some of them are open to kids as young as four years old. We've heard of Christian summer camps, uh, one to two week sleepaway camps where kids can engage in wholesome, age-appropriate activities that reflect family values. These include singing and dancing to upbeat Christian music, learning about the beauty of the environment through a Christian lens, and exploring passages from the New Testament. Kids who attend these camps also participate in traditional summer fun, such as making s'mores and going on long hikes. They are a chance for children to form authentic connections, get off screens, and move their bodies. Transgender camps have no such goals. They are no, there are no principles other than be yourself, love yourself. Rather than run around in the fresh air, kids can run around in chest binders, according to a positive review from a parent on life on Camp Lilac's website. So here you had some parents that thought that that was so nice that their uh, uh, daughter could run around with a chest binder on at camp and pretend she's a boy. You know, what is wrong with uh, uh, parents today? You know, that's another thing that I, I just can't, um, I don't, I, I can't wrap my head around it. What would they be thinking? Uh, if you go to Camp Indigo's website and scroll down on their homepage, you'll be jump scared by big bold sign that pops up, Trans Camp. Camp Indigo, Indigo is for trans and non-binary kids ages 4 to 17. It is strictly for those groups. It's frequently asked 
question page includes a question from a parent who asks about sending his or her gay daughter. The, uh, the camp replied that it is only for gender nonconforming kids. Another eerie question on Camp Indigo's frequently asked question page asks, my kid is really resistant to a camp uh, all about being trans. He wants to just be a normal boy. How do I convince him to attend? The camp's answer, our younger campers do participate in some trans-centered story time and identity-centered projects. There is nothing more important than community. It's where we feel our most validated and we see ourselves and others, where we meet our people. Give us a try. You'll be glad you did. So this camp wants to somehow affirm children's feelings while simultaneously encouraging them to attend against their will. Seems tough to achieve. They're a parent asking this place. Uh, you know, uh, their son doesn't want to be a homosexual. Their son probably has some morals. Uh, he knows homosexuality is wrong. So then you have these uh, uh, stupid parents calling this place, asking how they can force uh, uh, their son into uh, such things. Uh, child abuse. That's exactly what it is, uh, child abuse. Uh, Camp Indigo's teen-specific programming for 12 to 17-year-olds offer exploration of trans history and trans-focused sex education, and just like that, uh, in admitting that their camp funds explicitly sex-oriented programs for kids, their facade disappears. Any attempts to appear kid-friendly by molding story time and arts and crafts with transgender ideology utterly fails. Wow. Uh, you know, trans history. The best history that you can find about homosexuals is the story in the Bible of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's trans history. God hated homosexuals. God still hates homosexuals. And uh, it is my belief as a true Christian that we, by following God's laws, and you know, we're taught this from, uh, we were taught this anyhow, not today, but we were taught this at very uh, young ages. You know, uh, right and wrong. Um Again, you know, some of this, I just can't wrap my head around. Uh, camp Outdoors, and out is spelled capital letters, for LGBT 11 to 24-year-olds says, on its frequently asked page, uh, question page, uh, that campers are divided into cabins by age. We do not separate our youth based on gender identity expression. At camp outdoors, teenagers and young adults presumably attend the camp because they are confused about their own gender and sexualities, are mushed into living spaces with biological members of the opposite sex. 
that totally doesn't sound like a disaster waiting to that totally doesn't sound like a disaster waiting to happen. The camp's only upside is that it doesn't allow technology that might take a toll on their number of attendees, since Gen Z's habit of being chronically online is the source of a lot of gender confusion. Uh, what could be darker than camps that take kids away from their parents for LGBT indoctrination and sex instruction? Maybe worse is parents' willingness to offer up their kids. Liberals continue to make their grotesque sexual obsession with children clear. Uh, and they absolutely do. Um, I said this a long time ago. That this is just uh, the very beginning of uh, legalizing pedophilia. And I'm sure when I said that, uh, people were like, uh, you know, he's crazy. Uh, you know, he gets on there, he's radical. Uh, and it, here we are. Here we are. What do you think these camps are? Um, now, let's see. Okay, we'll do this one because um, and I was going to look up the statistics to this, and I forgot, so I don't have them. Uh, but anybody, a regular listener to the show, and uh, I always say this, and it is true, uh, I had the statistics, that homosexuals are prone to be pedophiles as well. Uh, this is known. And here, you don't believe it? New Hampshire's first elect, this comes from uh, uh, the Free Press. New Hampshire's first elected trans representative arrested on child porn char charges stemming from daycare. Um, New Hampshire's first elected trans representative, Stacey Lafton, was arrested on ch child porn charges on Thursday, according to multiple reports. Nashua police responded to a local facility regarding a juvenile matter and spoke to several individuals who indicated Lafton distributed pornographic images of children. Nashua police said Lafton Lafton's case connected to Lindsey Groves, a New Hampshire woman who a woman also arrested Thursday for allegedly taking explicit photos of children at the Tynes Borough Daycare where she worked. Lindsay Gross, 38, of Hudson, New Hampshire, was charged with one count of sexual exploitation of children and one count of distribution of child pornography. Gross, who is currently in custody, will appear in federal court in Boston at a later date. According to court documents, Gross works at Creative Minds in Tangsboro, Massachusetts. It is alleged that between May of 2022 and June of 2023, Gross took nude images of children at the daycare and sent the photos to an individual with whom she was previously in an intimate relationship. 
uh, I'm not even going any further uh, into that uh, thick article. The point is, though, you know, uh, these drag queens will tell you, uh, we don't hurt the children. It's not about, uh, you know, uh, indoctrinating children. Well, your first clue is these places that said, okay, children can't go to these things. And then the, the um, uh, homosexual men uh, that think they're women, they're all in an uproar then. Why can't children come? Listen, if your idea isn't to indoctrinate uh, children for pedophilia, then why would you care that there aren't kids there? Why would you get mad that there aren't kids there? Uh, you know, they tell them themselves. Oh, let's see. Now, uh, this one, uh, and this has been going on for a while, you know, um, certain uh, uh, government officials wanting to get TikTok out of uh, America, and I, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Uh, this was uh, quite a few years ago, and uh, uh, I advertised the show on uh, BK, that's... Uh, Russia's version of Facebook, and I was on Gab, um, several other places, and you know I didn't know what TikTok was. I downloaded TikTok, and everything that I saw on there looked like child porn, underage girls, scandally dressed, uh, suggestive talk, and that's what it was. And then when you know it come out that. Uh, uh, China was spying on us people that uh, are dumb enough to have TikTok. They didn't believe it. And even uh, China denied that at one time. And listen, China's version, and it, it, uh, TikTok is Chinese-owned. Communist-owned TikTok. Even in China, they're not allowed to show the stuff that they do in America because they know it's a degenerate. But they'll pump it into um, uh, America. You know, they don't care about uh, kids in America, which you know, I'm sure they don't. Uh, well, get this. Uh, this comes from Epoch Times. TikTok admits storing some U.S. user data in China. TikTok is admitted to storing some U.S. user data on China-based servers, which differs from a CEO's previous testimony to Congress that American data stored on American soil. The Chinese video sharing platform confirmed that in a letter dated June 16th, made in response to questions raised about, raised about Senator Rich and Richard Blumenthal and Marsha Blackburn to TikTok CEO Xiao Zi Chu. The senators have accused TikTok of making misleading claims to Congress regarding its storage of U.S. user data, citing a Forbes report that TikTok stored financial information such as social security numbers and tax IDs of U.S. content creators on Chinese servers. No further to get into that. You know, and that's something that irritates me too. It doesn't matter uh, these people that are... Uh, uh, on TikTok, 
And it, it doesn't matter. You can show them this. You know, something that is solid evidence. When I said it, you know, people were probably saying, ah, you know, uh, conspiracy theorist, or, you know, this is just his idea. So, you know, nobody got off of TikTok. Well, here it is. Here's the facts. China admitted it. Now what? Are you still going to stay on TikTok? Why would you support a communist country's uh, social media platform? Also, uh, a communist country's social media platform that doesn't show the filth in their own country that they do in America. You got to ask yourself why. And if, if you don't get the answer when you ask yourself why, I'm going to tell you. Because they're trying to tear America apart from the inside. Plain and simple. Uh, I am going to close out this Tuesday evening's uh, show with this article. Uh, I try to have uh, end the show sometimes with something uh, comical, something funny. And it's hard to find uh, uh, things like that. Now, uh, this is a little dated. This was um, uh, this come from the Daily Caller on June seventeenth, but this was the first that I saw it. And it doesn't really matter uh, when it come out; it's what it's about. Uh, the headline is: Toyota plant served only watermelon on Juneteenth. Employees say. Hmm. No chicken or grape drink, just watermelon. Employees accused the Toyota plant in Kansas City of being disrespectful after it served only watermelon as a part of a Juneteenth celebration, according to Fox 4. The company held a Juneteenth celebration at a Kansas City, Missouri distribution center where watermelon was the only thing served to staff, according to Fox 4. Employees were offended by the celebration, with one employee referring to it as racism he should not have to encounter at work. A slap in the face, very disrespectful, you know. They preach Black Lives Matter, but kind of like they were making a joke out of us, Garrett Bolden, the black employee, told Fox 4. Acknowledge us as a people. Stop taking us as a joke. Um, you know, I don't think people take black people as a joke. They take them as a threat. And is that wrong? Is that wrong? They're only 13% of our population, but they uh, cause over half of our crime. And you see some of the stuff that these people do in public. So... I don't take them as a joke. I take them as somebody that doesn't belong in America, period. I take it as uh, freeloaders looking for a handout, as if they didn't get enough. You know, black people in America today, they wouldn't have the gold teeth, 30 pounds of chains around their neck, Rolex watches, and 130 pair of shoes in the closet if it wasn't for being in America. Go to Africa and see what you would have. Uh your necklaces, you'd be lucky to have any teeth, so you wouldn't need gold teeth. And you, your necklaces, you wouldn't be wearing some uh, gold necklaces around your neck. It'd probably be your uh, uh, ancestor's teeth uh, on a necklace. 
uh, try to make millions playing basketball in Africa or football. Imagine that, or or acting in movies, or a, a talk show host. Gee, there's so many opportunities, and that's just off the top of my head. So no, uh, we don't. I don't think uh, a proud white people uh, take uh, take it black people as a joke. Now you know there's plenty of chuckles to come when you see some of the dumbass things uh, that they try to do. You know, you'll get a chuckle about that, but uh, it, uh, it's it's just um, unbelievable. And big deal, Toyota had nothing but watermelon for Juneteenth. You know, uh, blacks want to celebrate Juneteenth, and they want to make, uh, I, I don't know, what they expect to get out of it. Uh, their time or their culture or uh, uh, what they want to get out of it. But uh, there, Toyota was trying to make them feel at home by serving only watermelon. And then they want to cry about that. I'll bet you the guy there that cried, the black guy that works for Toyota that said it was racist, I'll bet you he had his lips sucked around some watermelon and didn't complain about it. He probably ate watermelon before he uh, decided to bitch about it. Ungrateful. Ungrateful. Uh, you, you're not going to make uh, inferior people equal to superior people. Plain and simple. Uh, if you don't like hearing that, tough. I don't care. It's a fact. Whites are superior people. We are God's chosen people. So yes, we are special. And yes, we are superior over all the other races. Uh, you look at the behaviors of black people, uh, uncivilized, uneducated. So, you know, I would call that an inferior race. The same with the cockroaches coming across the southern border. You know, I didn't make, I said this before, I don't mind being called a white supremacist. I, you know, thank you. I'm glad you noticed. There's nothing at all wrong uh, with being a white supremacist. What the problem is, is these non-whites, they want to be a white supremacist, and they can't. But the thing here is, though, white people, no person on earth made white people supreme. God did that. God made us white supremacists. Uh, that's what we are. And, you know, uh, all the other races, they have a problem with that. Because we know it's true. You know, why do, they, why do you think they call us that all the time? White supremacists. It's what they want to be. It's jealousy is what it is. Uh, so they're uh, Toyota. Next year, I hope they don't do anything uh, for Juneteenth for your employees. Got to cry about getting some watermelon. Be glad they gave you anything for free. Okay, um, I will be back here two evenings from now, uh, Thursday, June 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a new The Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, look up the show page on True Social. True Social is Donald Trump's version of Twitter, and uh, True Social is in the Google Play Store. 
download it, look up the Rust Belt Klansman, and follow the show. Uh, let me know you're out there listening. Uh, you get news about the shows, when they're coming up, uh, if, if any is uh, going to be canceled. That's where you'll hear it from. Uh, also, uh, uh, sermons from Pastor Thomas Roberts at Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Uh, press releases from the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan uh, are posted there. So uh, look it up on True Social, the Rust Belt Klansman, tap follow. If you have any uh, articles, things you want to get off your chest, questions, uh, you like the show, you hate the show, whatever you got, uh, you can email that straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. It's all lowercase letters, so it's very simple. Clansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, you can leave a voice message or a text. And we're going to close out this evening, as we always do, in prayer. So, my white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Father, you have given me a gift I could never repay in the promise of salvation and everlasting life. That I have been your enemy, still you have offered me peace. Now I ask you to build me a character and spirit worthy to receive the gifts you are offering, so that I will not put you to shame. Fill me with your spirit of wisdom and understanding, and give me strength in your spirit to persevere in the training process, not abandoning it in the middle. I want you to be glorified and your attendance to have been made easy, made ready to receive you when you come. Prepare me to receive the hope of my faith, and may my presence be pleasing to you in that day. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, there's no better way to end out the show in prayer because, uh, you know, things aren't going to get better in America until white people realize uh, who they are, that they are the Israelites spoken of in the Bible, and just as the Israelites uh, was defiant uh, against God in the Bible, uh, we still are today. But every time the Israelites in the Bible turned their back on God, as soon as they repented and asked God for forgiveness, they were taken back under God's wing. This is what God is waiting for. Uh, what's happening here in the United States is our punishment for tolerating uh, uh, this uh, uh, behavior in our white Christian country. So uh, what America needs is a white Christian revival. And uh, it's not going to get better until more people realize that and uh, do it. That's what needs to be done. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, Myself, Paul Brown, White Power!
Nothing to it.